T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocky can. What up? Welcome. Jerry Jones says the reason the Cowboys will win a Super Bowl is because of Dak Prescott. That's not true. Dak Prescott is a good quarterback, Perloff. Dak Prescott is a good, beyond serviceable, not quite elite, but a very good, maybe at times great quarterback. But that is not the reason why the Cowboys will win the Super Bowl. If the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, whether it's this year, and you know what? Whether it's next year, it's going to be because of their defense and the run game. And Dak Prescott making timely throws, managing that offense, maybe being able to use his legs every now and then, that is going to help this team. But the reason that they would win the Super Bowl is because of the defense and the run game, and Dak Prescott would be third on the list. So let's define our parameters here. How yeah. many quarterbacks are there that are they are the reason their team would win the Super Bowl? Probably Just, five or so. So we're talking, we're talking Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Maybe a couple other guys. Tom, I would Brady, say Tom and Brady. Rogers. I think Aaron Rodgers, they still they still get that treatment. Yeah, so but we know there's way more than six teams that can win the Super Bowl. So I'm not sure I think Jerry Jones is supporting his guy, but I I think the real question is not are they gonna win because of him, but can they win a Super Bowl with him? I think if he's good enough to win a Super Bowl with, they should be paying him forty million dollars a year. Because what are their what are their options? He's 29. They're not going to get a high draft pick. Yeah. They're, I don't think that they're going to sign a free agent. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going there. I don't think Lamar Jackson's going there. So if you're Jerry Jones, what else are you going to say? This is your guy. You have to go behind him, right? And he's plenty good enough to get him where they want to go. He's plenty good enough. Think about what you said. He's plenty good enough. Yes, Dak Prescott's plenty good enough, and I'll agree with you. What's great about this Dallas Cowboys team, though? What's the thing that could separate them from the rest of the league? The defense has a chance. Now, the defense didn't play great against against the Green Bay Packers. Right. You can't allow 17 straight points. They had a bad fourth quarter in overtime. The offense probably didn't help them out. We know they didn't help them out. Weren't able to convert on their uh, overtime attempts. So, okay, defense did have a great game. But the defense has a chance to be elite. The run game has a chance to be, I don't know if elite is the right word, but has a chance to be one of the most effective. Hell, Zeke wasn't even available for the game. Tony Pollard is a great running back. This is the way they scheme up. Like, that's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And Dak Prescott is good. So if you're telling me what could sound Sounds separate, like a great formula to me. I it, think this is all sound, sunny for Dallas. It does sound like a good formula. And that's why I said the Dallas Cowboys are a rocket ship. But 
I don't put Dak Prescott as one or two. And I'm not saying that's like an indictment on him. That's just the truth about the Dallas Cowboys. So what Jerry is saying is trying to sell his fan base on something that just isn't true. It doesn't mean you can't get there, but Dak Prescott's not going to be leading the re- team. He's not going to be the reason why, like Patrick Mahomes is the reason why the Chiefs won a Super Bowl. So a couple things. Tony Pollard and the run game is good, but it's not like Tony Pollard is... No, he's not Derrick Henry. I get he's it. He's not Derrick Henry, and the defense still TBD. Uh, to, to say that they're the doomsday defense reincarnated... They haven't quite proven that. Let's see over a longer. I didn't say time. they were an all-time great defense. No, no, so but they had I chance mean, to, be elite. to win a Super Bowl, they have to. They yes. probably have to be pretty elite. Yes. I agree with you, but I don't think when you're looking at team building, I, I don't know. There's one Patrick Mahomes. There's maybe two, and Josh Allen's the second one. I think if you're Dallas, this is a this is an all right formula. I think everything you described can work for them. I think Dak, first of all, lost a lot of his receivers, so this year it's going to be a little tough. Let's take the Packers game. Okay, through two interceptions. The announcers were very clear on the first one that the guy ran the wrong route. Yeah. And it turns out on the second route, probably CeeDee Lamb was not where he was supposed to be. Because Dak was just throw it, threw it straight to the defensive player. Something went wrong. It wasn't like he made a bad read. He just threw it because the guy, CeeDee Lamb, was supposed to go flat and curved out his pattern probably on CeeDee Lamb. So, I don't know. I, I watched that game and I watched Aaron Rodgers versus Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott seemed fine to me. Played Played well enough to win the game. So those interceptions, too, both came in the first half. Even though Green Bay ends up scoring touchdowns after them, there should have been enough time to make up for those kind of mistakes. There clearly was. What really got them was third down. Third down for the Cowboys. If it's not third and one where they do a a quarterback sneak as good as anybody in the league, they were perfect three for three on quarterback sneaks on third down. But when it's third and long or third and mid, medium, and they have to throw the ball, they were terrible against the Green Bay Packers. They could not sustain drives. And that's what we saw in the fourth quarter in overtime. Now, to be fair to Dak Prescott, they actually have been a good third down team. They've been a much better red zone team ever since he came back. However, they were playing Detroit and Chicago. So I don't know how much we want to put into those numbers. But they've been a much better red zone team and a better third down team. In this game against the Packers, when they did actually face a good quarterback and a good defense, despite the fact the Packers had lost Rashawn Gary, on third down, they were not good. So the Packers, not only the Packers not scored 30 all season, they had scored, this is their (laughs) score totals in the previous games before the Cowboys. They scored nine against the Lions, 17 against the Bills, 21 against Washington, 10 against the Jets. Uh, the, the Packers couldn't score on anyone. So you look at that game, 31-28. The problem is not Dak Prescott. The problem is all of a sudden the defense had a meltdown against a terrible offense, one of the worst offenses in the league. So this is on the defense. I can't walk away from that and blame Dak Prescott. But I, I think we're getting too caught up in that. The question really is, is Dak Prescott a Super Bowl winning quarterback? No, he's not Patrick Mahomes. I say he is. I say they can build a champion around Dak Prescott. I don't think it's this year because they they got they lost Amari Cooper. Gallup's coming back. I, I think that the pieces are there. Micah Parsons could eventually lead them to a Super Bowl. But and with Dak Prescott at quarterback, I don't think it's this year, but I think Dak is fine. And I think they should build around what they have and go from there. Yeah, but making him like the sun and everyone else are like the planets that revolve around it, I don't think that's right. And I think the Cowboys basically told you as much. You know, they want the they want the sun to be the defense in the run game. And they want Dak to be a planet that revolves around that. Now, listen, he's a good planet. He's got 
water and trees. I mean, how long, how far do you want me to take this analogy? Life can live on Dak's planet, right? Should we get Neil deGrasse Tyson on to break down the Cowboys? (laughs) It's not a frozen tundra of a windy, lonely, it's not, you know, Saturn or something. You're getting off track here, yeah. (laughs) Anywho. Is it called Planet Jerry? (laughs) Yeah, everything. We're all living on Planet Jerry, unfortunately. But it's not the center of the Cowboys universe for as good as Dak is. I think even the most diehard Cowboy fan would tell you that's the truth. And there's no harm in it because Dak is good enough to lead a team to this to be the quarterback of a team that gets to the Super Bowl. I just wouldn't put it as he's leading the team to the Super Bowl. Well, and, that, and that's not an indictment on his leadership. You get what I'm saying there, right? Yeah, but I think it's interesting. A quarterback is leading the team to the Super Bowl by being a leader. So it's, it's more than that. it's not on his back. I don't see this. I don't see it like Josh Allen where the Bills' Super Bowl hopes are all on his back. Right. The Bills actually have a good defense. They have good receivers. They have a good line. They do have a run game. They don't choose to use it. They have good coaching. Yeah. But it's all on Josh Allen. I do not see the Cowboys at at all like the Bills, and I don't see Dak Prescott with that kind of pressure that Josh Allen has, that Patrick Mahomes has. Hell, that Tua has. I don't think he has that kind of pressure. Well, Tua. I mean, Tua's got a all-pro team lined up around him. I know, but I'm. I don't think that he put I think, Dak in Miami. Oh my gosh! Well, Can you imagine what he would put do? anybody in Miami? Put you and me in Miami. That's would be I'm able saying. to score thirty points. Yeah. Uh, okay. Everything you said is true, but like, is that a put, good formula for Josh Allen? The fact that everything is on his back. Maybe uh, having a more well-rounded team here is a good idea. And yeah, I think I think a lot of teams would like to have a Dak Prescott. I I agree with you. Yeah. I think he's a top ten ish quarterback. But I and. It, to, to circle back to what you're saying, I don't think anyone thinks he's Mahomes or Josh Allen, but I don't think that's a crime in today's NFL. So I, I'm not sure what, <laughs> what we're arguing about here. The question, I think the question is, is he really, is he worth 40 plus million dollars a year? Or the second question is, should the Cowboys at some point think about maybe this isn't the guy to lead it into the Super Bowl? Well, he's got this year and next year before there is a potential out in his contract. Mm-hmm. So this year... And then next year. And then I think it's a big question mark. I mean, is Dak Prescott going to be like Troy Aikman and like Tony Romo, where he's a Dallas Cowboy for his entire career and they give him another big contract? Probably. I don't think that's set in stone yet. I think there's still more to... He'll at least get a Romo-like run. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, but how long was Romo's run? uh, Romo probably started eight years, I I was going to say about eight years, something like that. But actually, probably not even that long. Or maybe did... Yeah, I think Dak Prescott, I think Jerry Jones, if he's still around, he probably won't be here for that. It's oh, boy, terrible. Pearl off. Come I mean, on. Don't ruin, the, <laughs> don't ruin the vibe with Jerry's old conversation. I just think Jerry is loyal is to Is Jerry 80? I feel like he's not 80. He we just keep saying 80. he's 80. I think he's, uh, he's 180. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. He's Moses, I think he just turned 80, right? Did, was that a thing? Or am I imagining Don't that? you think we? he just turned 80? Yeah. 80's the new... 65. Well, I mean, he could be president, but how long can he own <laughs> yeah. the, the Dallas Cowboys? <laughs> He's more likely to be president and we know, and listen, probably win a Super like, Bowl. You heard Jerry's quote. He's loyal to Dak, to the team. Well, let's play Jerry's yeah. quote, actually. You Does and it I sound like a man it. who's about to move on a quarterback? Let's play it. Let's hear it. The strength that I look at of our chance to win a championship is Dak and his leadership at that position. Uh, Dak brings us uh, the separator. Now, the, does that mean that Dak's going to win every game or make every comeback? Well, of course not. But by the same token, if you were constructing the possibility of competing for a Super Bowl, I would start right there with Dak. Is he the separator? Also, that's a lot of words there. <laughs> Thank you, Sean and RJ, 105.7, the fan. 5.3, I'm sorry, the fan in Dallas. They do an excellent job every week. 
getting all this content for us to talk about Jerry Jones. That's just so much talking to just try to explain, hey, Dak's our guy. We think he's great. We think he's going to lead us to a Super Bowl. There was so much more in that. It was like, you know, when you really have to try to convince yourself and you keep talking and talking and talking. Have you ever, you ever seen Jerry Jones after a Cowboys game? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've are you been aware in those scrums. Of, are you aware of his style? Is there any topic he will not over-talk? You could ask him a question about the kicker, and he will go on for 10 minutes. <laughs> no, but it didn't even have any Jerryisms in it. You yeah. Know? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I think Jerry was being nice to his quarterback. The, the question, he doesn't have to be a separator. You could win a, win a Super Bowl with defense, run game, very good play of the quarterback, great leadership from the quarterback. Now... Dak probably has to step on the po- step up in the postseason. I'll give you that, but it's not all on him. I think this is a good formula. I think the Cowboys, as a franchise, are actually headed in a good direction. They've drafted really well. Yep, they have. Uh, they ran into a little bit of a money problem. They probably shouldn't have traded Amari Cooper this year. I think they're regretting that already. But Dak, I don't look at this team and say, oh, you know, Dak is the problem. That at least that's one something. postseason win. One postseason win. But uh, look at the top ten highest paid quarterbacks. That's about what they all have. Lamar has what? Two postseason wins, one. Well, but that's also, Dak's not new. His contract's not new. So guys have just come after him, right? Like the next quarterback always gets the bigger contract. Right, right, right. Well, It's still a lot of money. It's still a lot of your cap. Yeah, but it's kind of the going rate for quarterbacks. I just saw he's tied for eighth among annual yearly quarterbacks. Really where it should be between eighth and 15th. Yeah. And eighth now, by the time he gets to the end, he's going to be 20th (laughs) because quarterbacks, that's what you have to pay a quarterback. Now it's just a reality. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Dak is the separator for the Dallas Cowboys. That's what Jerry said. He's the separator. I don't see it that way. I see the defense and the run game could be the separator. Dak is, is, is a very good quarterback. But I don't think he's the reason why you're winning a Super Bowl. Love to hear from you. 855-212-4 CBS. Also, Cowboys schedule is getting a little bit tougher now. It was nice when you get the uh, Detroit Lions, the Chicago Bears at home when Dak comes back from his injury. Then they get the bye week. Obviously, we saw what happened in Green Bay. Now let's see what's coming up. You're at Minnesota. Home for the New York Giants suddenly. That's a tougher game. Mm. Then you get a little. They can't beat the Giants. They can't be, if, if they, they can't get, beat the Giants in Dallas, then there's no reason to take the Cowboys seriously. I agree with you there. Then they get a little nice patch with the Indianapolis, Houston, Jacksonville, then back on it for Philadelphia, Tennessee, Washington. Anyone wants to know why the NFC East is dominating this year? <laughs> yes. It is that AFC South yep. is fueling the best division in football. It's ridiculous. How come everyone thinks the Giants, Eagles, Cowboys, and Commanders are so good? They're not. They're beating up these AFC South teams who are the Jaguars, Texans, Colts. Uh, the t- Titans are pretty good, but even the Titans are not that good. The Titans would not compete well in the NFC. I know they get, did they lose to the Giants earlier this year? They did on a last second field goal. Yeah, I, I I just don't think all these AFC South teams are good, which is funny because now we're talking about four NFC East playoff teams. Would that be the? I don't think it's going to happen. AFC East and NFC, uh, sorry, East, NFC East are yeah. the only two divisions where every team is five hundred or better. And the AFC East, who are they feasting off in the NFC South? I believe. Who, who's a total train? Or the NFC North? NFC North. Who's yeah. a, even just as big a train wreck? I mean, look well, how not bad Minnesota. The, Minnesota's good, but look how bad the Packers have been. Look at the Lions and the Bears. All right, uh, that's my rant. Okay. Why does it seem like until this week nobody plays anybody? Everyone's got a soft schedule, and all the good teams play terrible teams. This week is going to be good, though. I'm it, excited. You're finally excited. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven kicks off tomorrow with a little Packers Titans.
that suddenly got a lot more interesting. Yeah. Thankfully, because the Packers finally won a game. Uh, Want to hear from you? You can also find us on on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl, if you like. If Instagram's more your thing, Maggie and Perloff. If YouTube is more of your thing, go there. Search out our names in the search bar, Maggie and Perloff. You'll find all of our clips there. You can subscribe. That would be awesome. Oh, we're on TikTok as well, at Maggie and Perloff. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're back on Maggie and Perloff. Give us a call, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Is Dak Prescott a separator? How's my Jerry there? Terrible. Separator. You got to lean really into it. Well, let's hear it. Which the is separator. The separator. Separator. Yeah. Separator. Which is funny. Usually we're asking you to lean away from your impersonations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't want you leaning more in. <laughs> They're usually pretty bad. This one you have to get more aggressive on. Dak is a separator. There you go. Wow. <laughs> I, I was convinced nice it was going to sound French at that point. <laughs> I know. Dak somehow. is a separator. <laughs> <laughs> Again, leaning away. Away. Yeah, yeah. Let's not get away from the point. Is Dak Prescott a separator, separator. on the Super Bowl Cowboys team? No, I think that the defense and the run game will be the separator. I don't think that mm. Dak will be the separator, even though I think he is a good quarterback, a very okay. good quarterback. Nobody, nobody doubts. Micah Parsons is a he's separator. He's a, a separator. Even Jerry would admit he's yeah. a separator. They're but separator. you can't just win with a linebacker being the separator. You need a quarterback. You need two I separators. I mean, the Giants won with Lawrence Taylor that as the separator. That was 50 years ago. I, you just heard, who was it? Jimmy Johnson who just said... I think Michael Parsons is better than Lawrence Taylor. I mean, I'm just saying. The let's separator. Go to the phones, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Bruce is in Texas. Got a bone to pick with us. Bruce, what's up? Well, I just want to throw in my two cents. Go for it. As to why Dak could lead uh, the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. What do you got? 
Well, I heard an interview with somebody that came in and addressed the team, and they suggested that when Dak stood up, the rest of the team stood up. So he's a leader to that team, and they all fall in behind him. And that may be why he's a separator. Oh, that's why he's the separator. The all right. separator. Bruce, do you know who came in and addressed the team? Like, who was that? I don't recall. Okay. Because honestly, you could have said anybody, and I'd probably believe it because I think that Jerry Jones, and thank you for the call, I think that could have been anyone under the sun who's just like, yeah, I happen to be friends with Jerry Jones. Like, was it The Rock? Could have been The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Could it have also been, you know, p- former President Jimmy Carter? Also probably could have been him. It could have been literally anybody. Actually, I heard it was Andrew Perloff who went in there and said, listen, I'm giving up on the Eagles. I'm all Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, he would do it, too. And then Dak stood know, up and said, let's go. You Our know price. I would get into that locker room and I'd have some sort of Texas accent that was terrible. Oh, and they would just boo you out of there. I did hear that you are going to be wearing a Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders outfit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we haven't decided what we're doing with that. I think you it's going to be a hard pass unless you want to take it up by proxy. I don't know. That caller had a very specific request request slash fantasy involving you and a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader <laughs> out there. To be honest, I never heard that one before, and I've heard some really weird stuff <laughs> doing sports talk radio <laughs> all these years. I've gotten some very unique letters from people. Yeah. Um, I've never heard that. So the bet was, as you guys know, I said before the Georgia-Tennessee game, whoever wins this game I think is winning the national championship. Georgia won, so I got Georgia. Everyone else has the field. I still feel very good about this. Yeah, we're all trying to get in on your side. <laughs> yeah, I won't allow it. I called it before the Tennessee game. So, caller radical, called in. Radical, wild upset call. Basically, Villanova in 85. <laughs> yes, <laughs> one of my great calls. And a uh, caller called in from yesterday said, if someone from the field wins, that I should wear a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader outfit. Yeah, I'm leaning towards a big no. However, Perloff has said he could do it by proxy. I never. I no, 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 no. I, I never. Said, I didn't even really into imply it. it. <laughs> into it? Well, not into it, but that you would take the bullet for me. Uh, into it will work. <laughs> Maybe a little. I don't know. Sam right. clearly has been thinking about it. <laughs> about me and the Cowboys. You seem awfully excited to bring that up out of nowhere. I'm not going to lie. The idea of you wearing those cowboy shorts, uh, it's going to be the greatest moment in Maggie and Perloff history, I think. Wow. Greatest, worst. Yeah, I'm... Same, same. All the same. <laughs> yeah. All rolled I mean, into nightmares one. for the rest of our lives. However, I mean, all worth great it. comedians like to dress up as women. Monty Python started it. Uh, I've dressed up as Princess Leah. It's not pretty. It's on the <laughs> internet. It's yes. bad. Uh, it's. I don't think you want to see this as much as you think you do, Mike. <laughs> I really don't. I really, really I don't. I feel like we should heed his. Uh, we should heed his. Uh, <laughs> you know what you wish for? By the <laughs> way, I was late on this. I saw somebody took that filter on the internet where they were turning NFL quarterbacks into women and turned yeah. turned all the people in our office into women. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, that is. Uh, <laughs> That was a bad scene. <laughs> <laughs> it made a lot of guys really think long and hard. <laughs> it got real quiet around here for yeah, a couple yeah, of days. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, hi, Greg Giannotti. Very yeah. little eye contact being made. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, you looked really good. Never mind. <laughs> I, there was somebody who said, I, the tweet, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say this, and I won't say any names, but someone who tweeted, Hey, my boss is low-key hot. <laughs> I had me laughing for about three hours. Yeah, how do you go into like a serious meeting after yeah. that, after you just said your boss is low-key hot? I feel like there were a lot of questions about siblings, like sisters, and whether there were any around. And were they breaking, I'm sure they were breaking a million HR laws or something, but it felt kind of harmless in a weird way. I mean, Sports Talk Radio in and of itself was born to break 100 <laughs> HR laws.
Same with social media. <laughs> yeah, same with social. We have full green light to yeah, bully, yeah, to bully filed, everyone on our staff. It is just not the same as a regular work environment. I already filed a complaint about Mike Samter demanding me to wear a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader's <laughs> uniform. Yeah, so, by the way, they're going to need to see you in 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> the, the complaint, actually, they're the ones who are going to complain if they have to see my legs in a skirt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you with the Cowboys cheerleader's uniform and then turned into a woman. Oh, boy. So we can get the full effect of the meme. That is going to make a lot of people around here very weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. You know who? Well, you know who I look like when I, you put a woman meme on me? Uh, you kind of look like Princess Leia when you did that costume for DP show. Uh, who's the host of Jeopardy now? Uh, Mayim Bialik? Mayim yeah, Bialik. I got a little Mayim Bialik <laughs> in me. Yeah, you do. And <laughs> a little Blossom? She is, I've been linked to her before. You're I don't, Blossom. So Jim Parsons, our old friend at the DP show, was good friends with her. And yeah, they I were was, on the Big Bang Theory together. Yeah, right. I yeah. was at an Ice Bucket Challenge with my Bialik before she became super famous again as a Jeopardy host. What was the show she was on as a kid? Blossom. Blossom. Blossom, right, right. Yeah. yeah, so Dak is the separator and you're Blossom. Wait, Pat, out. have you ever heard of Blossom? You have no idea what this no, is. No, zero idea. Yeah, I had a feeling. Pat filling in for Stu today. Same, same. Could have asked Stu. <laughs> Stu would have had no clue what Blossom was. Is that a last name? Is that a first name? Is that a person? Yeah. Yes. It's all right. You, you know, know who know, Joey Lawrence I is? I have to remember. Probably. Joey Lawrence sounds familiar. Wait, was Joey Lawrence on Blossom? He was the brother. Now, was this a nighttime show or a daytime show like Saved by the Bell? It was a nighttime show. Wow. I think it was on around Elf. Elf? It was, A-L-F. A, it was a Nick at Night Nickelodeon thing? I, don't I think, think it was, it was later than I think it was much later than Alf. Was it? I had, I'm not sure. Can someone Google Alf, which is I know Alf really well. Wait, Pat, do you know Alf? I've heard of the show. Okay. See that one crossed over. So somehow. you know there was a movie about the guy who created and wrote Alf and really? became a serious drug addict named Jerry Stahl and Ben Stiller played him. It's awesome. Oh wow, I had no idea. So the guy who wrote Alf got went off the deep hey. end with cocaine and had this amazing story. <laughs> you know, maybe that's not that shocking. He did think that an <laughs> yeah, yeah, alien yeah. was coming from outer space with like to eat cats. furry. Um you know what's funny? It seems like more and more all of these kid shows have these really dark like backgrounds. Like the thing about Barney Blues which, Clues, we know about that guy too. Yeah, Steve had some major issues. Uh from Blues Clues, our our aforementioned boss, who's low-key hot when you put him and make him a woman, um, <laughs> his friend uh, produced or directed the uh, the Barney, I Love You, You Hate Me. Turns out the guy behind, there was like some really dark, uh, dark Actually, stories behind that. Wait, what's the Barney, I Love You, You Hate Me? Sorry. That's it's a documentary it's, it's, about Barney. Oh, I know the song, okay, okay. I Love You, yeah. You Love Me. Where no, I know I that have, song. Yeah. I didn't know the I Hate You part. Oh, so that's, it's a doc- that's the title. Yeah, yeah. Um, all of these uh, kid shows have these really dark backgrounds. The guy who created Elmo uh, ran into trouble. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, he. Oh. Uh, it's, it's a not a good story. Oh, I... He was dating underage men. Oh, boy. And uh, so that, that guy went we away from Sesame Street. can't have anything nice. Yeah, be wary of somebody who wants to make children's shows is what you're saying. I mean, I mean <laughs> don't, don't trust him. Remember, there was that one guy who hosted a children's show. He dressed up as a woman and tried to convince his family that he was actually the nanny, but it really was just the... Dad. Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire? That's yeah, Robin yeah, Williams. That's right. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, he had a kid show too at the end. Did? Wait, what? Robin oh, the Williams had a kid show the at character, the end. Yes, but if yes, you look at his background, I mean, it just sounds like a bad headline. I have an unpopular movie take. This is a large we're going to have the Uh-oh. most random segment ever. Yeah. I did not like Mrs. Doubtfire. I did not think it was funny at all. Really? Hmm. Robin just, Williams is hilarious. I was just like, hmm. oh my gosh, he's playing a woman. This is a three-minute gag that they're making into a two-hour <laughs> movie. Yes, Robin Williams is hilarious. Mrs. Doubtfire got old in about four minutes. Pier- Pierce Brosnan was in it? Uh, what? I, I think Sally you, Field? I think you need to rewatch Miss Doubtfire. And they made a play out of it, too, that was on, I think, still on Broadway. I didn't know about that. Pretty funny. 
I thought it was pretty funny also. Robin Williams could dress up as a plant, and I'd probably laugh <laughs> yeah. if he was still alive. Great point. There's some people that no matter what they do, it's funny. Yeah. He's one of them. Chris Farley was another one. Oh, my God. Anything Chris Farley. Yeah. But then I, Robin Williams. Letterman is like that. Robin Williams did this series of incredibly either sad, depressing movies. Like, well, look at his filmography. It's one depressing, like The Fisher King. There was one where he couldn't sleep because he was a t- detective in Alaska. Just oh, the a, smooshy was another one of them? Yeah, he just had nothing but, and sadly, I mean, depression got the best of him at yeah. the end. Oh my gosh, this is terrible. I blame you. How did this segment we get so off the rails? We started talking about Dak Prescott being the separator. <laughs> All right, let's How talk about Dave Chappelle. Here? Who wants in? <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't want to go over the monologue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know. What, <laughs> as long as we're talking about yeah. basically, and we all know that stand-up comedians, the brilliant ones, are the most miserable human beings Tortured. on the planet. Yeah. Tortured, right? Because you can't be a happy person and be incredibly funny. It's a, the two things don't go hand in I hand. I think you also have to be wired to find the funny in literally anything. So even the darkest moments, you're somehow finding the funny. And I right. think that messes. Uh, you have to have a certain kind of brain for that. Yeah. Uh, there probably are exceptions. Seinfeld, is he happy? Seinfeld seems he... pretty happy. Mm. Chris Rock seems pretty happy. Chris Rock. Yeah, it's another one. He was what? happy at least. <laughs> yeah. Until he got smacked in the face. I feel like Seinfeld and Larry David that. were like just the the most miserable people. Now, maybe yeah. they're happier no, now because they're like is. multimillionaires. But yeah. like. You know, I feel like they got their humor just from being miserable and hating everybody. I think they, I think the money doesn't change anything. I'll bet those guys are still kind of <laughs> miserable. <laughs> I honestly think so. I, I think Jerry Seinfeld is probably every day is like, uh, what's up with this cereal box? It won't open right or something. <laughs> yeah, no, everything <laughs> bothers him. It's so true. Everything bothers but him. But that he turned it into content and made a billion dollars. How about yesterday's low-key moment from uh, our interview with Debo Samuel? We tried to ask him, like, uh, tied into his, like, Snickers campaign or whatever, if there was anything when he got all the money, you know, and he got the big contract uh, extension this year, if he went out and bought anything that he instantly regretted. Like, I thought he was going to say a car, I don't know, fancy espresso maker. I have no idea what he was going to say. Just some, whatever yeah. you would buy. fancy espresso maker? When you all of a sudden just have bleep you money and well, just that, like, or, I'm going to go sp- spend it. Or like a, a, a huge like chain or something. Or, or the espresso maker you put on your <laughs> wedding list too and never use once once you got it. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something that you, you would instantly regret. You espresso maker. I just love, I don't love know the if, connection. I don't know if Debo's an espresso guy. <laughs> and he said, his answer was actually so uplifting. He's like, even before the money, I already had anything, everything I ever needed. I was like, man, what a good lesson. Also, huh. what a bunch of crap. Yeah, <laughs> don't buy that for a second. Um, so he was, <laughs> what if he was investing the money, money, why did he invest in a training camp? Yeah, I was going to say, why, <laughs> then why did you ask for a trade? But I, <laughs> Did he not go to camp or wasn't he? No, remember he asked for a trade, but we thought it was because yeah, he didn't want I, it. He didn't like his role as a running back slash wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty unhappy about his contract. But he went to camp. Okay, I thought yeah. he held out of something. Mm, I don't think, maybe an OTA. No, I, he was in camp. I have to applaud us. I mean, exactly how we wrote down this segment on the rundown is exactly <laughs> yeah. how it panned out from start to finish. Starting with Dak Prescott, somehow going into Blossom and Alf, and, and then ending up TV with shows Dio, that, Dio. Had, <laughs> that had dark and Perloff looking hot as a woman. <laughs> right, Heidi Klum. By the way, that came to me. I think he would look like her. Maybe, yeah. maybe Heidi Klum. In yes. the, maybe have Heidi you Klum seen in Heidi Klum? Worm outfit. Ackerman just burst out laughing <laughs> in the worm outfit. Oh, in the worm outfit. Oh. <laughs> no, Sanford just said that. I, I think he would look like Heidi Klum. <laughs> you think Andrew Perlow. <laughs> With the woman meme. Would look like Heidi Klum. <laughs> Wait, like, Pat, I know you wear glasses, but like how thick are they? <laughs> are you legally blind? <laughs> nah, these still work. <laughs> I don't know, man. 
I, you're, I know you're through double you, pane glass, but like you, it's Pat. not it's not a window. I see the good. Jeez. I see the good in people. Yeah. By the way, I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize that I was on America's Next Top Model around this room. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Sandra? Who do you think you look like? I don't know the bearded lady. Yeah, now with the beard, I don't know what they'd do with you. It's time to ask the pros where you can ask us a question. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply check out the link, cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros, or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag askthepros. Be listening later in the show when we might answer your question. We will soon find out if Perloff does indeed look like Heidi Klum or not. In these... <laughs> Pat, I think you're going to take a big L on this one. Uh, we got to get to the Washington Commanders. Because they're 3-1 and one since Taylor Heineke has taken over for Carson Wentz. Well, now it looks like Carson Wentz is on the verge, Perloff, of coming back, of being healthy enough to play again. Yeah. So here was Ron Rivera talking about his philosophy about starters versus backups. One thing that I've always done is, is whoever the starter is, you know, I'm going to commit to them fully. Because I don't want them looking over the shoulder. I want them to understand this is the opportunity and this is where we're going with it. So whatever the decision is made after you know my conversations today and tomorrow morning, that's what we're sticking to. Honestly, it's a, that's a I get what he's talking about. I feel like that's a really outdated way to think about it. Because this team with Taylor Heineke has obviously found something right? Mm -hmm. Carson Wentz, it looked like the team was floundering, you know, and whether that was all his fault or not, it's undoubted. It's impossible to ignore that the team has some extra juice now with Taylor Heineke at the helm. Absolutely. I, I, I think he will go with Heineke. I don't know why he's saying this. I'd be shocked if he goes back to Carson Wentz. Now they have the Texans. Either quarterback presumably could win this. I mean, Wentz did win some games this year. Which is two and four as a starter. Yeah, he won two games. They won, beat the Bears. I see twelve to seven. That game was <laughs> terrible. I do not remember one play from that. I game. Sh- Wentz basically stayed out of the way. Was uh, that a Thursday nighter? No, I feels think was, like it. That was a that. Was, um, yes, it was a Thursday. Night. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yes, I feel course. like that. A of little course. of that made oh, out Michael's die. Remember yeah. that game? Yes, yeah. it was bad. That was bad. Wasn't there also a twelve to seven Broncos? It was twelve to nine Broncos yeah. Colts. Yeah, I feel like you could beat the Texans with Carson Wentz. He's going with Heineke. Come on. I don't care what his philosophy is. He's just sort of saying this, right? There's no way he's going back to Carson but Wentz. This is an old school way that, remember, it used to be like this. Yeah, where sure. You would, you know, the, if the starter was hurt, you know, the, income, the, the backup could never take their job permanently. Actually, I, is that really the way it's ever been? I feel like it's the way it used to be. And even, like, Tom Brady and, obviously, uh, Drew Bledsoe was, like, a famous example um, where right, Brady right. ends up usurping him. The other one is Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith. Alex Smith never got his job back from the concussions once Colin Kaepernick took over with the 49ers. Yeah. But I feel like that was always a general, like, old-school philosophy. Like, hey, it's the starter. You go back to the starter. Mm, I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, it feels like the more common thing, if the backup outplays them, they stay in. I can't remember a great example where they went back to a terrible starter. To go back to Carson Wentz would be pretty radical here. I don't think he will. So I, I think I don't know why he's saying it like that. I don't really trust Ron Rivera. He says a lot of these things. <laughs> yeah. He said he talks about, you know, sort of ideals and principles all the time that his team doesn't follow up on at all. So uh, well, yeah, I remember when he said, uh, well, he did own it when uh, was he was asked why his team was doing so poorly, even though, you know, other teams with new quarterbacks had already excelled. And he's like, oh, it's the quarterback. Yeah, and then yeah. he tried to walk it back. And then he cried and kind of stomped out of a press conference. I think yeah. after that Thursday night game, actually. 
No, no, no. Ron Rivera's been in Washington too long. Now his words are pretty much worthless. I'm sorry. We all love Ron Rivera, and I'm looking forward to seeing him at the Super Bowl. Yeah, I hope so. But this means nothing. He's going Heineke. There's no coach in the NFL who would go back to Carson Wentz, right? Right? I can't imagine. I can't imagine if you want to keep your job how you would. The only thing would be is if you're paying Carson Wentz like tons and tons of money, and maybe there's some pressure from... You know, uh, front office this or year something. They're paying but, him, but isn't he? They I, get rid of him next year. I don't think he's going to be the quarterback next year, and I think you have to just hope that Taylor Heineke stays healthy, so he doesn't have to come in. Did they famously do that poster where they were teasing next year's season tickets, and they put a picture of Heineke up? <laughs> I, did, did, yes, I didn't see that. Yeah, that it true? was a big thing. So Washington is seems like they're dedicated to Heineke in a way. Now, there is the possibility there'll be a Cooper Rush situation where teams will get some tape on Heineke, but they already have a whole season on him, and say, you know, he might come down to earth a little bit. He wasn't, he was actually, that's the best game I've ever seen him play against Philly. Then I looked at the final box score, and his numbers were a bit underwhelming. He had, what, 200 yards passing? Yeah, he was 17 for 29, 211 yards passing, zero TDs, one pick. I thought he played amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It was just because he baited Brandon Graham into that roughing the passer call. I mean, that was it. That was the moment for Heineke. He's got it on his highlight reel forever. But I think on third down, he was eight for 10 at one point. He was, it was third and three, and Taylor Heineke kept hitting that little crosser. Trust me, I'm still bitter about this game. Uh, I, as an Eagles fan, I want to see Carson Wentz. As a Washington quarterback. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure you do. I think anyone who plays Washington wants to see Carson Wentz. You know, speaking of that call, the roughing the passer, Pat, can we hear the uh, Jason Kelsey? They's got a podcast called New Heights with Jason and Travis Kelsey. They were talking about um, blaming the refs after a game like that. I cannot stand people blaming referees. We had so many opportunities to win that football game that we didn't take care of. 100%. Officials ain't going to be perfect. They ain't going to make every call. And the reality is, you got to go out there and play the game that's called. That was a face mask on Dallas Goddard. No, it wasn't. You know why? Because they didn't throw the Goddard flag. All right? So it wasn't a face mask. All right? It's a loser's mentality to put it on somebody else. I mean, also, does Travis talk in this podcast? Every single clip we have, it's all Jason Kelsey saying these awesome things. And you get Travis Kelsey being like, 100%. You know it. Yep. Who's your, right so, on. It's, it's like, like Migos. He's like the ad-libber of the year. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. Jason's older, right? Okay, yeah. so Jason is 35. Travis is 33. He's a great little brother. Yeah. He's the better player. Just the backup. Yeah, yeah. He's just sort of... <laughs> yeah. It's better than... Uh, which which dynamic do you like better? Where Peyton consistently makes fun of Eli, and then Eli tries to sneak in a zinger every now and then. Which do you like better? Just the supportive brothers or the get-each-other brothers? You got to do the get-each-other brothers. Yeah. And I'm a younger, so I'm always rooting for the other, for the younger. Like, I'm always rooting for Eli Manning, you know, to get a zinger oh, in on Peyton. okay, okay. Always be... Ro- I, Travis Kelsey and Jason seem like they get along more. Eli and... and uh, and Peyton kind of zing each other more. But people are giving this Kelsey Brothers podcast great reviews. I don't know. I have trouble listening to current player podcasts because I feel like they're usually afraid to say things. Depends. Sometimes. Yeah, Jason seems like he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> no, this is his last year. He knows it. But it is it is interesting. I mean, the fact that there is no bitterness towards the referees, that they kind of understand there's a job to do. I think it also just comes with experience. Like, you've played in so many games that you've probably gotten equally screwed and also benefited from calls. So it probably just like all kind of comes out in the wash, right? Oh, absolutely. I do think overall, but I think as a fan, when there's a bad call, you got to go to Twitter and yell about it. <laughs> I remember, I mean, think about the New Orleans. Does that make you feel better? Did it, it make you, you feel, feel better about the Eagles? It did. Oh, good. Very much so. I'm it kept me distracted from how badly they played. 
as a fan, it's different. When you're a player, you can't make any excuses. But as a fan, of course you can. Remember the Saints-Rams NFC Championship game? Infamous, yes. That was that one you really could blame the officials. What should have happened is New York should have called into that guy and say, you better throw that flag. So if you're a Saints fan, I mean, what did, what did the Kelsey brothers say to that? You can't ignore something that egregious, right? There's got to be a limit to what the official, uh, what's a bad call and what's just way over the top. Isn't there some limit? Well, and also the timing of the game. Yeah. Like that was going to be to send the Saints to the Super uh, to the NFC Championship, right? To the Super Bowl. No, to the Super Bowl, right? Because yeah. they played the Rams and the Rams went and lost to the Patriots. Uh, what was that? Like 13 It was an all time boring game. Super Bowl. But um, that one's got to stay with you. Of course. So I get what the Kelsey brothers are saying. And of course they're right. There's going to be missed calls one way or the other. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't keep pressuring the referees to get everything right. I think that's a big part of it. And the NFL's made a lot of improvements. See, I don't think it's pressuring the referees. They have 100 safety nets now. You've got the video replay. You've got New York. You've got like all yes. this support now where if you have a bad call, it gets reviewed like most of the time. I know they still miss stuff, the face mask, all that. But, but they can't do anything about that. Because they can't have a review on no. it, right? Like. That's the only thing. I, I think that the refs now call the game that way. I think they yep. they throw flags more, I think, because they know that it will get reviewed, looked at. It will stop the clock. It will give everybody a chance to breathe and take 100 looks at a slow-mo and has a chance for somebody to parachute in and correct it. Yeah, but I do like this interaction between New York and the field. I think replay should go 100% to New York. I've never understood. You're in a building with 85,000 screaming Packers fans. Yeah. And you go into this little booth where presumably there's a lot going on, a lot of input and stimulus. How are you going to be able to see this minute angle on TV? It should be taken out of the stadium. I think there should be a sky judge maybe up in the booth. I, I, I agree with two things. Sky judge and Bill Belichick, coaches could call to review anything. I mean, it would have been a big deal this week. There was two plays in the last two minutes they didn't review. Yeah. But what's the argument against a sky judge? Why do people hate sky judges? I don't think it's that. I think it's the idea about reviewing everything and Mm. making the games longer, longer, longer. Well, what about these quick reviews where they just call and say, you know what, let's not go to review. He was out of bounds. Those are good. I like it. I mean, I think think it works. Technology is getting better and better and better, so it's easier now. Do we have the face? uh, Did you put it through the... uh, what happened? You're shaking your head. This is good. This is bad. Does he look like Heidi Klum or not? No. Oh, he my looked, gosh. He looks like a librarian <laughs> who went through a goth phase but decided not to leave the goth phase. It's kind of uh, hot. Wow. It, it's a very unique hot? look. Pat, he looks wow. miserable. Even yeah. that description, I'm, without looking at it, I'm into that person. Yeah. And and Maggie, <laughs> I... Uh, I should have taken my earrings out. Yeah. I, we can try it again, but I, I, I did a couple for you, and... I feel like you and Mike McDaniel were separated at birth. I do look like Mike McDaniel with the one with the glasses on. I definitely do. You know what? This is funny because I look exactly like my older brother, but this photo doesn't look like him. I thought I would just look like a picture of my brother. This doesn't look like him at all. I look like Mike McDaniel. Yeah. Uh, so, so what have you done uh, to help Tua become one of the best quarterbacks in the league this year? It's just my genius. (laughs) Wow. The earrings make it weird, though. Yeah. We'll try again. Yeah, we'll try it again. Perloff, this is, um, you've looked better. Yeah. <laughs> He's no Heidi Klum. This is not Heidi Klum. This isn't even someone who's related in any way to Heidi Klum. This isn't a second cousin to Heidi Klum. Where'd you guys put this? <laughs> oh, it's on yeah, our text. I, I don't, don't even know. What, yeah. It, I'm looking it, at Twitter. It'll be up on social here. shortly. That's not Heidi Klum. That's not bad. 
few beers in me. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way we can get that on TV? Uh, we will send it to TV ASAP um, because no. we don't want the audience to be deprived the internet, of that. Look up Google Andrew Prof as a woman. There's been many versions done many times. <laughs> see, before. the thing is, I, I don't see this woman, this version of you. She's not wearing a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader outfit. You know? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Maybe is that good or bad? <laughs> I don't think yeah, it fits. Yeah. You know? I don't think it fits. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. No, that, that Samter's right. It's like a quiet librarian. Maya Bialik really was the good comp. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.